360. My name is Nolan Bicknell, and joining us today in studio is Rick Lucier, the Director of Community Grants at the Winnipeg Foundation. Thanks for joining us. No problem, Nolan. Happy to be here. So uh, we wanted to kind of talk about the Grants Committee meeting that recently happened, and if you could just sort of tell us a few things about that meeting, what came out of it, and sort of, sort of the role of the Grants Committee in the Winnipeg Foundation. Well, just to give that a little context, um, our Grants Committee meets three times a year, and they review applications that we receive from the community. Uh, at any one time, we're usually looking at 125 to 150 applications that come in. That come in. So on on this cycle, we had 107 applications, um, 107 approved applications of nearly 120 that came in. So it was really a positive experience for most people that applied. So 92% of of the people that uh, applied to us received some form of good news, some form of a grant. Um, in terms of uh, some of the, uh, you know, there's always some grants that, that stand out. Uh, we rarely get poor grants. There, It's uh, generally a reflection of agencies trying to do good in the community. But occasionally there's a few that that sort of sort of stand out uh, as 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 sort of unique and and exciting and on this round we had a very interesting grant uh, go to the Veterans Transition Network, which is a, a group that originated out of British Columbia and is starting to spread across the country, and uh, they provide um, a group-based program that uh, helps veterans who also work with veterans to deal with um, reduction of PTSD symptoms, depression, anxiety, mm -hmm. and substance abuse. And, and we felt this was very timely given the, uh, the situation that faces a lot of uh, our, uh, our veterans um, right. returning home. Cool. Um, another uh, interesting project was the Canadian Muslim Women's Institute. They received a grant of $75,000 to create a community kitchen and that kitchen not only offers them the opportunity to to cook but it provides nutrition education for newcomer women and it also provides a really effective gathering and, and meeting space for uh, for these women to get together and share their both culinary and life experiences interesting yeah okay. so those are a couple that really kind of jumped out at us so when when you're sort of going over the themes of each round of applications is there a way that when the committee gets together that they decide on a certain theme to push through or, or does the foundation have an overarching theme that they're that they look to to address each time well really we're we're reflecting the the needs of the community so so we don't go into any particular meeting with a particular theme um, we fund a full range of charitable activities in the community we consider ourselves a 360 degree funder. We do the full circle of, uh, of right. charitable support, but some themes sometimes emerge. Did you notice any just of this time? Naturally. There was a, actually, Nolan, there was a, a particular uh, emphasis for support for <coughs> pardon me, Aboriginal programs, but not only programs that have come in from Aboriginal organizations, but also some from non-Aboriginal organizations. Hmm. Uh, some, some examples um, are, there's a, an arts organization, a, an artist-run arts organization called Ace Art, and they uh, have an Indigenous curator in, in residence, and that, that program supports the work of Indigenous artists and curators, and it forms part of their regular exhibition program. So it really profiles the work of Indigenous artists and, and curators as part of their regular programming. Okay. Another interesting one was the Aboriginal languages of Manitoba are providing resource books uh, in Cree and Ojibwe for families for use in homes. 
there's various programs that are offered in some schools and community groups uh, on language, but this one is for families for in-home use. So that was we felt that was really quite quite important, and it, it helps you know preserve uh, in, you know indigenous language is in, in within the families. Mm-hmm. The um, Brandon University uh, actually received some support f- from us for the purchase of iPads. Oh. And that's uh, for their students in their education of native teachers program. Um, another interesting one we found was the University of Manitoba, in partnership with the Manitoba Aerospace Human Resource Council and the U of M Engineering Access Program, uh, are celebrating the um, indigenous ingenuity and technology of uh, Aboriginal peoples. Uh, and one of the examples of that is the technology behind the construction, the creation and construction of a birch bark canoe, oh, which is really quite a, cool. which is really quite a technological marvel. Interesting. Um, so yeah. where, and where can our listeners sort of um, find more information about the granting process or? Highlights of many of these grants are on our, on our website. Same, perfect. Yes. Okay. So yeah. you can go to wpgfdn.org. Right. To find anything more. So thank you very much, Rick Lucier, for taking the time to talk to us today. Uh, like I said, if you want more information, you can go to wpgfdn.org. Thanks, Noel.